You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. So last episode of The Poncho Section, we discussed Disney. And in that, briefly spoke about the band Flight of the Concords. Did we? We did. We did. I, I, I never remember when I mentioned Flight of the Concords, but I'll take your word for it. It was related to the movie Moana. Okay. And there was a song that was sung by Jermaine Clement. That's right. That's right. Okay. So I was thinking about that earlier in the week, and I was mm-hmm. thinking, oh, that's a, that's a fun comedy duo, so yeah. why not talk about some of our other fa- maybe favorite comedy duos or just comedy duos in general and, and the ins and outs of that? Yeah, and, and I guess like the many that there have been over the years. Yeah. Because I was just talking before we started recording about some of the ones, you know, from uh, back like in the 50s, mm-hmm. I guess, right? 50s would be Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. Would be, like, yeah, the 50s. I think so. That was the 50s, right? Yeah. And they're like comedic duos that I'm aware of, mm-hmm. but they're not ones that I'm like, I, I don't know intricately their stuff. Like, I don't watch. I didn't watch I Love Lucy, only besides like the little clips here and there of like, Wait, the, fa- you, of, like the famous stuff. You didn't watch I Love Lucy? Well, I, like not as a, I, I've seen like episodes here and there. Word. But not, not like, I didn't watch it from start to finish. It's been many years too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did, it did come I, out way before I us. Didn't, I didn't binge watch it. <laughs> well, it's funny because um, <laughs> when I talk to people who are, older than me yeah or like my parents generation and stuff and they're like you haven't seen this i'm like of course i haven't <laughs> like why would i have seen that yeah interesting no i i used to watch that a lot of my, my good friend jared was uh obsessed with that i thought oh, really? I love lucy but yeah no that was they were definitely a lot of fun so lucy actually had if you think about it in that show she, there were it was like a combination it was like two duos it was yeah. her her and desi yeah uh, or her and ricky in the show, her, yeah, uh, and her and Ethel, right. So Lucy okay. and Ethel in that show, when like they had the the scene with the chocolates mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and running by, and then uh, that was back in the day when b- before TV shows showed married couples sharing a bed. Yeah. So the only time they actually showed the beds pushed together was there was a weird episode where somehow Lucy and Ricky got handcuffed together. Oh really? So it was one of those like, oh, we're handcuffed together, so we have to like do all, everything together today or whatever. Yeah. So like they're trying to sleep in the bed. So like obviously, I guess they were able to get by the censors because it wasn't, I guess, taken seriously because they're like trying to just even just lay in the bed and they're falling out of the bed. And did they sleep in the same bed? Mm-mm, two different. Beds. I was gonna say they they didn't sleep. Yeah, in so, so that was the bed? O- that was the only time they had to push the beds together because oh, they yeah. each had their own side, if you will. Oh yeah. And they liked being on that side or whatever. So, and, but they, I guess they were able to get away with it because they weren't really laying in bed. It was more of them trying to get into bed and toppling out and just a bunch of shenanigans. Because yeah, she crazy. What a weird thing that that like used to be like sleeping in the same bed, like a married couple sleeping in the same bed. Showing that on TV was like too much. Right. So they're like, no, 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 we can't show that. If only they knew what was going to come out today. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, but like in a show like that, and I guess in in most TV shows, they have you have the duos, and I guess in that one in particular, there's a couple. There's like you said, Lucy and Ethel, and then um, Lucy and Ricky, right? Right. So there's like so she kind of goes between the two mm-hmm. different groups yeah 
and and then she does stuff that stands alone too. That is true. So and so there's like I guess there's different kinds of duos where especially ones that have TV shows where they're together and you have like the straight man or, or woman mm-hmm. and and then like the I don't know the wacky one. Yeah, I think it's usually like straight man, funny man. Straight man, funny man. But I think the straight man can be also very funny. So I don't like those. Right. That terminology because I, I I personally like a lot of straight men mm-hmm. in, in things because I think they. It's because you're a homophobe. Yeah, that's, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, but I guess what I guess uh, a really standout comedic talent could be someone who can also do their thing on their own. That's you know? true. Yeah, and she was definitely able to pull that off. Yeah, but I mean, thinking about like today, like who are the big, who are the big ones like right now? Who are the big comedic duos? Comedic duos, um, yeah. definitely. I, I mean, I, I was looking it up and I was thinking about some of the stuff that I, I watch. Mm-hmm. There's Flight of the Concords, right. which I think are pretty big. Uh, Key and Peele, which are, they're definitely big. There's a, a show, uh, Broad City. I mean, I think Broad City now is like the one. That's probably the big one right now yeah, because that, their show is on like, right. right now. And then, I mean, it, it's slightly different, but still kind of works. Matt, and, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, the South Park guys. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, they're not like out in the front, but they're they use but their they're sh- brilliant. Yeah, they're brilliant. <laughs> they're so they good. use their show to kind of convey their comedy clearly. Yeah, uh, I guess. on top of like the musicals that they have. Right. I guess we don't really know like their their stylings as much as them out in the forefront. They right. do it through other medium. Exactly. Through, through South Park or through the Book of Mormon. Yeah. There's yeah. also. I mean, I think it kind of works. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, especially they have the those. I guess what is it? The Edgar Wright kind of mm-hmm. trilogy, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, where they each kind of they both kind of fit those roles, depending on which movie they, it changes. But um, kind of that straight man, funny man kind of deal. Yeah. Um, it actually, it flips in the third one. Yeah, it does actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, yeah, they they kind of yeah they kind of go between it, don't they? Yeah, and it's a little like that. If, if you've seen the show Spaced, which was the show they did before those movies, okay, and I guess it had a little bit of that too, where their their roles were a little different. I like that they kind of change it up; that it's not so like typical. Yeah, um, I think that's that shows how how talented they are. They're, I really, I love those movies. I love their stuff. I, I totally agree. And somehow I'm reminded of um, of Chris Farley and. Oh yeah, and David, David Spade. Spade. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like their thing, and I, and I love those too. Like Tommy Boy, I love that movie. Oh yeah, but That's that was movie. like David Spade was like the straight man right. for sure, and was like uptight. Mm-hmm. And Chris Farley is like wacky and fat. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think, like you said, the straight men can also be still be funny. Like, yeah. David Spade was more serious, but he would use his, like, I don't know, he was very sarcastic. Wisecracks. Yeah, wisecracks, yeah. exactly. While Chris Farley was more animated. Animated and physical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just so physical in such <laughs> a great way. Yeah, but going back um, to, like you were saying, uh, Broad City. Yeah, have you watched much of Broad City? So that's a. I put it on the list, even though I've maybe seen like I don't know seven episodes. Not many. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think the ones I have seen have been very funny. They have uh, a great cast. Like having Hannibal Burris on yeah. the show as a regular is is great. Um, so I've always laughed. Yeah. And there's a theory later on that I wanted to bring up. Well, they're they're on. They're season. an interesting. Oh, well, I was just gonna say they're on the fourth season, and I've. I haven't seen the new season, and mm-hmm. I haven't seen, like, the last season, much of it. Maybe I watched a couple episodes here and there. Okay. But I'm pretty sure I saw all the ones in season one and two. Mm-hmm. All, if not most, and then I kind of, like, dropped off a little bit. 
Yeah. But not because of the like. I just I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah. I n- I never necessarily got into it, but mm-hmm. whenever a friend was watching it and I was over, I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh I'm, no, it's, I'm it's, totally it's down. It's very funny. Um, they kind of break the role of of that straight man funny man, where they're both kind of acting as as the funny men. I, I guess, but I was gonna if I had to like pick one for each okay. of them, I would say that Alana is more of like the the more wacky funny. Mm-hmm. And Abby is more of the straight man. In, okay. Like, straight woman. Why am I saying that? Um, but in, in that... The straight human. The straight... You know, that's... A, but, like, <laughs> you know, it just flows better. Yeah, yeah. Shannon, yeah. So, I would say that Abby probably is, like, the, just because of, um, I don't know, some of her, like, reactions to things. Okay. They seem more... But she also has those, like, quir- they're both quirky. Mm-hmm. Right? They both have quirks. So, like, she has the thing where she hoards Bed Bath & Beyond coupons and, like, has... <laughs> Secret handshakes with people at Bed Bath and Beyond. That's you know, great. Like, there's things like that that are really quirky. Mm-hmm. But I think if you look at them, I know I always saw her as more of like the straight, straight woman. Okay. Rather than yeah, um, but I would yeah, they're not they're not so far divided. Right. Another show I was going to mention was the Eric Andre show, where Eric okay. Andre and Hannibal Burris. Sure. And in that in that case, that duo is completely on opposite spectrums where Eric Andre is absolutely out of his mind insane and Hannibal <laughs> Burris is so calm He's and very just like back. very laid back that they're just a complete opposites of each other. That, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so some of them kind of like go like to complete opposite ends and yeah. then I guess in the case of Broad City they're kind of they're more close together. Yeah, I think that that's a good way to like to describe it especially using them to compare each other. Yeah. Well, I feel like they kind of they cross over sort of mm-hmm. because like Hannibal's in both shows and yeah. they're on you know they're pretty they're both on now. Yeah. Or Eric Andre. I mean it's not on right now but like the show, you know, it's current. Sure. So th- there's an interesting duo that I don't know if you've seen any of the movies but Steve Coogan who mm-hmm. is I, uh, he plays this character, Alan Partridge, um, yeah. and he was the director in, oh my God, what's the- Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I, I know Steve Coogan. Yeah. I, I don't know this I this only know guy, the though. other guy from his pairing with Steve. Okay. So the guy is Rob Brydon, mm-hmm. and I guess they're, they're good friends in real life, and yeah. in this movie, they're also, they play themselves, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. They play, I guess, a little- you know, slightly different versions of themselves, but it's right. themselves. Um, and the movie is called The Trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've actually had a few of them. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting. It's it's fun. It's not like a, anything near slapstick or uh, laugh out loud, but it's yeah. kind of just two guys talking. Yeah. They're on a road trip and they're just talking. They go to various places. They eat. They do silly voices. Like they, they're big thing of being friends is to one kind of like make fun of each other Mm -hmm. but also to do uh impressions of like people that they love so they do a lot of michael keen of uh michael wow michael kane michael kane wow who the hell's michael keen well i wasn't sure if you were thinking of um (laughs) my i thought it was like a michael keaton (laughs) and and michael kane matchup no, it's definitely Michael Caine. And there's also Michael McKean. Is another yeah, guy. that's true. There's Michael McKean. Yeah. So 
Michael Caine. Yeah, Michael uh, Caine. So I can't. I, I'm not. I was about to try to do it, but I cannot do it. So they do yeah. like his voice. They do Sean Connery a lot. <laughs> so it's it's a definitely a charming movie. I like mm-hmm. it. I liked it a lot when watching it. But it's not like wacky over the no, top. No, definitely yeah. not wacky or over the top. You have to like. It's funny when you're just like you sit there. You have to pay attention to like what right. they're saying because it's really subtle. Subtle here, but I like that, and that's yeah. like a different. That's kind of taking something and making it a little different. Mm-hmm. You know, and in that to keep case, things original. That case, there, I don't, I don't even know it, how you would describe it, or like you can't. I don't know how to really fit them into that straight man, funny man kind of. Yeah, well, bit. I guess it doesn't. Yeah, it's more of just they're. I think because they're trying to be on like more of a down to earth level mm-hmm. of being just normal guys out there, out and talking like friends do. Yeah, and and I think that works too. Mm-hmm. It's just it's maybe for a different audience, or maybe some people like need like those like need things to be jumped out at you right whereas like this takes a little more like you said like paying attention mm-hmm. paying attention to the humor and, and the lines and everything so. yeah so i definitely rec- recommend checking out that movie yeah I've, I've seen it on netflix come up mm-hmm. i think and i, and I, I do want to check it out i've been meaning to because i like steve coogan mm-hmm. I've, I've liked at least what from what i've seen of yeah. his like there's, i really like there's a few moments that if you like mystery science theater mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they have kind of some similar banter to that yeah. they typically do that when it comes to the food so when okay. the food comes in they they kind of have interesting quips and and commentary regarding uh, the the food and how they think it was prepared back back behind the the stage or whatever. Yeah, I'm just I'm as as we're talking about duos, like more keep popping into my head. Did you ever see the movie Due Date with? Um, oh yeah, with Robert Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey and, Jr. and yeah yeah. <laughs> Did you like that movie? I thought it was okay. I enjoyed yeah. it. I, I, I thought there were funny bits. I thought Zach Galifianakis was great. Oh, of course. Yeah, but that's like a, f- a perfect like formula of like the straight straight man who's like uptight. Oh yeah. Um, and and then like the wacky Zach Galifianakis, where he's kind of like similar to the guy in The Hangover. That is true. Yeah, yeah he was kind of playing a very similar character, but yeah. it, it worked as as like a pairing. Yeah, I feel like those pairings always work though, like two like polar opposites. I yeah. feel like that's like a big that's like a big formula used in comedy that mm-hmm. like always like works at least a little bit. Yeah. You know. The one actually one I really I like is the um Will Ferrell Mark Wahlberg pairing in um the other guys. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You have them and then there's the what is it, Daddy's Home that they're also yeah, in? Yeah, I, I actually did see that. I, I thought it was okay. It was it was all right, but I I like the other guys. So I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, the other guys. Yeah. Oh, it's really I've good. I've heard very good things. And you know who's also in it is uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Didn't he? He keeps just making TLC references in that movie. Yeah, yeah, or something. That's like what that. I heard. Yeah. Oh, it's it's very funny movie, and just the um, I I think the two of them are funny together because mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg's like always like intense. Yeah. And serious. And Will Ferrell kind of, he has like a few different characters where Will Ferrell has like a more like uptight character. And then he has his more like Ron Burgundy kind of weird, wacky. (laughs) And he kind of, he's good at both. Right. You know, he kind of wavers back and forth. So Definitely. And and similar to that, I have on on my list Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. And they definitely both play like they're the crazy men in the few movies they've been together. They were in uh, Total Dig and Nights together. Uh, Step Brothers, yeah. and in both of those, they just played complete idiots and just completely wild. They also had, I guess it was like sort of a cover or a reenactment of the David Bowie Bing Crosby 
Drummer Boy Christmas Special. Did they? Have you never seen this? I don't this? think I've ever seen this. Oh my god, it's great. Oh, I'll have to watch that. It's like spot on where they mm-hmm. do like the same exact thing. Will Ferrell is dressed up as David Bowie mm-hmm. and John C. Riley is dressed up as Bing Crosby. And they're doing like one for one at what they do in, in the original. And mm-hmm. they they just sing the song and it's just so funny because it's I mean, it's not. That's the thing about those guys. It's not even like a comedy bit. They're saying it, doing like a serious thing, but just because it is those guys, yeah, that's what makes that so funny. Yeah, and what's what's interesting about those two in particular is like they're really funny on their own and Mm -hmm. as funny as a duo. Like, there's a lot of people we've mentioned they can do their own thing as well, and then there are other ones that are more like we don't know what their capability is outside of the duo format. Yeah. I'm I'm curious if Will Ferrell could do like dramatic roles because I know John C. Riley oh, has oh, definitely been in dramatic roles. I've seen Will Ferrell in stuff that's like more. I wouldn't say it's complete. He was in a Woody Allen movie I saw years ago. Okay, th- that he was more dramatic. Mm-hmm. And there's another one that is not um, Stranger Than Fiction, which is not. Oh, it's like dark. What, that was something with like a he, somebody he would. Was it him that was the, typing out the story, yeah. or somebody else? Yeah, I thought it was kind of stupid, but he was—he was—he <laughs> was okay in it. Yeah. And uh, and there's another one, "Everything Must Go," where he's like, okay, yeah. So, yeah. so I, he, I think he does. I don't know how dark he can right. go, but he he is like a good actor, mm-hmm. good like all around actor. He can he can do it. I mean, a lot of comedians can. That's like a big thing. Is comedians are? I mean, look at um, Bob Odenkirk. Oh, that's on, true. Better Call Saul yeah. and on Breaking Bad and Brian Cranston too is like a comedy guy, mm-hmm. and was, then he's and he's an amazing dramatic actor. I was thinking uh, Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt. Have you one. seen? Uh, fan, I th- was it called Fan. Big Fan. Big Fan. Oh mm-hmm. man, that that that, that movie gets dark. Yeah, it's dark. I, I like that movie because I'm a Giants fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ooh. but it's all oh we have friends joining what is joining our that? podcast. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's true though. There are um, there are people. There are should people outside. I don't know. I think we should. I think we should keep going. All I right. Think, I think they add. They're they're their own comedic duo. They, they add some atmosphere. Yeah, that's true. So, are you familiar with any of the old school kind of comedy duos? I mean, I'm. I don't know. I, we were talking about Abbott and Costello. Yeah. Like obviously. Familiar with the one routine? Sure. Who's on first? Who's on first? Which is which is classic. Um, other than that, though, I mean, if it depends how far back we're going, because mm-hmm. like I know like Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner, which right. is a great ex- which is a great example of like funny guy straight man. Yeah, that's like a great. That's that's a really good example. That's like very clear. Yeah. Where you have Mel Brooks as like the funny man and Carl Reiner as a straight man. Right. It's, as perfectly. It's pretty clear. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, there's. Yeah, there's like instances of that that I, I know, um, mm-hmm. like Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Oh sure, but I don't really know. They're both kind of. I, I guess I don't really know that that too well. I don't know yeah. those movies too well. I would have to like really mm-hmm. dig deep. Right. A lot of a lot of the stuff though from going back is more like troops. Like I'm thinking like the Marx Brothers, and that's like yeah. There's like three, sometimes four of them. Right, right, yeah. There's like one. Well, like in in that instance, like they all have their thing. Where like you have like, and there was like the one brother who was like barely a Marx brother. Like he would just they just like brought him in. Oh yeah, yeah. And he didn't. He was like he was definitely like a straight man because right. he just was just like whatever. I'm, his name was Zeppo. He yeah. He was yeah. like the the chef. 
of uh, or Shemp? Shemp. Shemp. Yeah. Of uh, the three. Of Stooges. the three Stooges. Yeah. Yeah. The three Stooges always confuse me because I I've seen a bunch of those. And it was Mo, Larry, and Curly. Mm-hmm. For that was like the original, right? Yeah. And then Shemp came in. Shemp came along, but he like replaced one of them, didn't he? Um, didn't he? Wasn't it was like Mo, Larry, and Shemp? Because then Curly wasn't there anymore. I yeah, I can't remember then, like, exactly what back. happened. Yeah. What I do know with with Shemp is that there's a fake Shemp. Mm-hmm. Do you know that whole story? Mm-mm. So Shemp died, but he was tied to the contract that he was supposed to be in like X many more Three Stooges movies. Yeah. So they essentially just got another actor, and they never showed his face. Oh, wow. That's so crazy. <laughs> that's so weird. I, I've seen, like, the old Three Stooges cartoons. Mm-hmm. And, and not cartoons, the old um, the old footage. Yeah, yeah, sure. Black and white. Might as well be cartoon. Uh, <laughs> and you watch it, and you're like, oh, my God, this is so stupid. But then something will happen, and you just burst out laughing. Like, you can't. It's like oh, it's like one of those things that you just can't control. Sure. You just, like, want to be like, no, this, this isn't going to make me laugh. And then it just doesn't. Because it's so silly. It's yeah. it's like so silly that it just like I feel like it affects everyone. Mm-hmm. Like that 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 level of silliness is somehow going to get you. Well, yeah. The, I mean, it's they're not necessarily a, a duo, but the, we and mentioned the Marx Brothers. Yeah. And there's something. Um, oh my God, Groucho. 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 Groucho Harpo Chico. Chico. So yeah. Groucho has. I mean, Groucho had those quips that he was yeah. just so good with them. Mm-hmm. I remember there's one that always makes me laugh and. He's talking to like these two gals. He's like, "Oh, let's get married. You two, yeah, so let's all get married." And the one girl is like, oh, "But that's big of me. That's big of me too. Let's all be big." And it's just like quips like that, <laughs> yeah, well, or he, like he has a lot of those. Yeah. Or like, what was it? Oh, your husband died. Will you marry me? And how much did he leave you? Answer the second question first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He that he was like very witty. Yeah, like that's why the Marx Brothers were like much like smarter. Mm-hmm. And then like I always as a kid I always liked Harpo. Okay. My my dad was is obsessed with them. He, like completely obsessed. So I'd watch these movies as a mm-hmm. kid. And I was always like, uh, oh, black and white, old. I was never like into it. But Harpo would always make me laugh. Okay. Because Harpo was silent and yeah. he'd do silly things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, he just like he just was go- like he was the goofy one. And yeah. when you're a kid like that that one kind of appeals to you. It's like why I liked Kramer as a kid. Because okay. Kramer yeah. is like wacky, you know. I could, but, I but could now, see that. Now we're getting into like bigger Right. Bigger, um, but we could we groups. could bring this back though, because yeah, um, all these groups pretty much started through the vaudeville traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how a lot of them started, especially like using Harpo as a as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, there were I love Abbott and Costello, mm-hmm. and I like I'm pretty I'm pretty familiar with their kind of stuff, and it's it's very kind of fast and witty, and they use a lot of uh, play on words and, and funny math kind of stuff. So, yeah. But I wasn't familiar with another group from around that time, and that's Laurel Laurel and Hardy. Okay. So I decided to check out some of their stuff. Yeah. And it seems that their shtick was, they kind of jumped between who did, was the funny man, straight man. Okay. They kind of like, depending on which scene they were doing, one would be the straight man, one would be the funny man, and then yeah. it would perhaps change. But their big thing was slapstick. So overall, it wasn't necessarily jokes. It was just all kind of slapstick and just a little ridiculous. Like phys- physical comedy? Yes, yeah. physical comedy. Like there was one scene that, they were, that was being shown, and uh, I, I don't know what happened beforehand but i guess something led up to them going into some man some guy's grocery store mm-hmm. and i guess throwing food at each other hmm. 
So that was, I guess, the kind of joke. It was, and it had a bit of that kind of, I don't know, Three Stooges kind of slapping each other kind of vibes to right. it too. Yeah, which just didn't necessarily do it for me. At well, least for these guys, like I do, I have seen the Three Stooges stuff, and that does make me laugh. I think, like you said, there's just something will happen all of a sudden. You're like, oh, well, that was actually really funny. Yeah, but well, these guys. I don't know. They didn't really do it for me, Laurel and Hardy. Well, sometimes things just don't hold up. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, back then, it might have been hilarious. Right. And things also, like... I mean, I, well, I, you would think, actually, with more physical stuff, like, that would kind of stand the test of time. Because mm-hmm. it's not... There's nothing, like... I don't know. There's nothing updated about it. Like, physical... There's still physical comedy right. now. Like, that's still a thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if you're, like, have, like, smarter comedy, where, like, witty, like, you're... You're referencing referencing something of the day or something like that's gonna sound dated eventually. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess maybe it's how the slapstick is performed. Yeah. Because I mean, you could have something that is still physical comedy, like Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Oh, it's who, great. I mean, that's just beyond entertaining. Him and Buster Keaton. Yeah. Those two guys are just mm-hmm. completely silent, and it's just very physical kind of yeah. comedy that's going on. It's it's and it, but you're you're sit there and you're fascinated by it. And you mean to this like every time I watch the Jackass movies, I'm cracking up because they're just they're just so insane. Wow, I yeah. haven't thought about that in a while, but yeah, that's that's a really good point. Yeah, it just like hits something. That's just like the yeah, I don't know what it is. Just like it's that people, Scheidenfreude. It is, but like that's what they intend for. Like that's yeah. what that's the point of it. Is like they want they want you to laugh. They want you to have a good time. <laughs> and seeing those, and I saw a couple of them in the movie theaters. Yeah. And seeing them in the movie theater is just, like, such a fun experience. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The thing, I think I saw... Did we see one ja- together? I think so. In, in the, Oneonta. The, the 3D, the 3D one? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Where I just remember they would sh- they shot off giant dildos. Yeah. And they would just fly across the yeah, screen. Yeah, the 3D thing, you know. That's I'm, They were playing that up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, if 3D went away, I wouldn't miss it. Yeah. That's, like, one thing I just don't care. The only movie I liked in 3D was... Avatar. Avatar, I thought, looked really cool, cool in 3D. Yeah. It was like, this was necessary. Or this was like, this was nice. Yeah. But any other time I had 3D, I was like, I need this. I once saw one of the Harry Potters in 3D. No, not 3D. I saw um, it in IMAX. I, I like IMAX. I, oh, I, maybe like, it was IMAX 3D. I'm all, I'm all about a, a big-ass screen is fine with yeah. me. <laughs> I don't remember if it was 3D. It was definitely IMAX. But I do remember that it was... I don't know, if, whichever movie it was, I think it was the fifth one, it was just, there was a scene where it's just way too much movement. Yeah. And for some reason, when we when we left, all three of us were, like, sick as dogs. Yeah. Like, we got to lay down in the car for a little while. I just, I don't understand 3D. Like, why do we, why do we need that? Like, I don't get, like, what, like, was some, like, were people complaining? It's like a You fad. know, it's fine, it's fine to watch it on the screen, but I really want things to jump out at me. Like, like it's fine. Like, you're watching a screen. You're watching people on a screen. Like, what's mm-hmm. wrong with that? That I, could be a, fu- a fun episode where, yeah. you know, there's those old school, when 3D Just first listen, came listen out. to me be a curmudgeon about 3D for, for <laughs> a half hour. Yeah, there's those old school 3D movies from, like, the 80s where the pr- people were like, look, and they would point and, like, uh, the finger would come out of the screen. You're like, oh. Yeah. Well, it's like it's set up in such a cheesy way, yeah. always too. Yeah. <laughs> but somehow we got to circle back to, yes, to our so, duos. So who so else did you have on there? The people, on other Mike's people list. that I have on this list. So I have one more on the list of people that or comedy groups that I've seen, and then yeah. there was a group that 
I wanted to also get your opinion on, which I have not necessarily seen, and I think sure. I think you're more familiar with. The last people on the list of duos that I'm more familiar with is Keenan and Kel. Oh yeah, there. I mean, Keenan and Kel for I think that's like for our generation, absolutely a great comedic duo. Because I mean, and then that was an example too of like the straight man. Keenan was like the straight man. Kel was the silly, silly one who absolutely. loved orange soda. He, yeah. It's true, it's true, which, it's like, true. Which, like, for, like, I guess, like, as kids, like, that's really funny. Because, like, they they were a kids duo. At, you know, te- maybe teenagers, but probably not even that, that far. I would say yeah, kids. Yeah, I don't know. Because they were, yeah, it was, like, cheesy humor. Mm-hmm. And, like, they did Good Burger. Oh, yeah. Which, is, which was great. <laughs> um, like, but they have, but the cheesy humor was really good. It oh, was absolutely. fun. Um, and Good Burger's a great movie. I don't care what anyone says. It's a very good movie. <laughs> Um, but with them, yeah, it's like the orange soda thing, which mm-hmm. maybe if they were like an adult duo, it would be something maybe more extreme than orange soda that he'd be yeah, into. Probably. Be they, into but they did have like some some moments that I think as a kid you could definitely laugh. Now it's uh, there are some moments where you're just like, oh, come on. Like, did you ever see they came out with that? It was like a TV movie, the Keenan and Cal TV movie. I don't think so, but I did watch the show a lot. Okay, so essentially it was just kind of like a longer episode. Yeah. And they it was they made it like a horror-related episode. So they, I guess they're on a road trip and the car breaks down. So Keenan and Kel go to try to find help and they end up at a like a haunted house. Yeah. So it's that kind of thing. But so I guess they, during the road trip, they're, <laughs> they're off. They, I guess they, the family stops to camp. So they're sitting around the fire, and Kel's telling the story. He's like, and then the toast popped out of the toaster, and nobody knew what to put on it. Jam? Jelly? Butter? Margarine? And Kanan goes, Kel, we said ghost stories, not toast stories. <laughs> it's, like so, it's so dumb. It's so dumb, but it's like... But it's a kid that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's great. As what's funny about them is that I never would have thought that Keenan would be the one to have all the success. He's been on S- he's like the longest cast member on SNL yeah. now. And like Kel, I don't know. I think he just is out of the business. He does uh, a lot of voiceover stuff. Oh, now. does he? Yeah. yeah. I think and I think every year everybody's like, "Where's Kel? I think he died." Yeah, everyone like thinks <laughs> that guy's been dead. I feel so bad. He probably just goes on the internet. It's like Kel died and he's just like, "God damn it." It's like, "No, just... check my IMDb. I'm all in all these animated shows." It's like if he doesn't have like social media, maybe he does have social media, but if like you're not like in the forefront of everything, then you just you're dead. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's it. <laughs> So yeah, the was, yeah. the shows or not the shows oh shows but the the duos that I'm not too familiar with okay and I'm curious if you are and, and what your thoughts are there's the Portlandia guy people mm-hmm. so that's Fred Ar- Armisen and Carrie Browns, Carrie Browns. Yeah. yeah so are you familiar with those two yeah um I, I've seen I haven't seen all of Portlandia mm-hmm. but I've seen a bunch of it and and that's an example too where they well they do a bunch of different characters it's the sketch mm-hmm. show sketch show. And um, and for them, I guess they kind of waver back and forth between being... I mean, I feel like actually they're both kind of wacky. Yeah. They they just play like wacky characters together. Mm-hmm. And they just like mesh off each other. And I'm thinking Fred Armisen. I love Fred Armisen. He also was in the documentary Now, which he did with okay. Bill Hader. Sure. Same kind of thing where they just like are both kind of wacky and they play different mm-hmm. characters each time. Almost every single thing that I've seen of Fred Ar- Armisen, when I look online, he's like dressed as a woman. Yeah. 
He does a lot of that. <laughs> I, I, I love Fred Armisen. Mm-hmm. He's like, I think he's one of the funniest people out there. The one thing I actually have seen from the show, which I thought was hilarious, was the feminist bookstore. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, that's great. That's a, it's classic. And that store, I believe, got like, was mad that they were doing like they told them to stop or really something. yeah but i think the show ended anyway so wow uh, that's but i love but i yeah i loved those characters they were great yeah but for for that one i would say that they both kind of they play off each other and they're mm-hmm. both they're both wacky in their own yeah. way and they yeah and they're playing different characters it's not like a what it's not sticky yeah <laughs> <laughs> the other um uh second one is ricky lindholm and katie Kate Mikuchi, mm-hmm. and they are in the group Garfunkel and Oates, which yeah. is the musical comedy duo. Yeah, I got nothing on them. No, I don't nothing. Know. I've never, I've never seen it. Um, my my guess is that they're, I guess, a female Flight of the Concords kind of style, where yeah. they do kind of jokey kind of songs. Yeah, I uh, like them, um, and I, I, I've heard it's good. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I had. To be honest, I just haven't seen it. All right, so we'll have yeah. to come back to that once yeah, we've seen Yeah, yeah, we'll have to go back. Uh, and the last one, which I, I do know that you have seen, mm-hmm. and it's Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, I, I, those guys are great, and they're they're both funny. Eric now is with Aziz Ansari in Master of None. That is true. Yeah. I actually really like him in that show. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he's doofy. Yeah. He's kind of like if like his, his, the version of himself on Tim and Eric... But like more for like a mainstream audience. Yeah, like that's because like Tim and Eric is not for a mainstream audience. Yeah. It's for like the after two a.m. Just got back and want to get high. <laughs> <laughs> just got back from my night out. Want to get high crowd. Like right. that's that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Actually, I think Eric was the first one. Eric Greenop was oh, the yeah? first one who showed them to me. Oh really? Yeah, back in college. It's interesting. Seemed like an appropriate time. Yeah, college. Those guys. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those guys. I mean, that's a, another example, too. Like, they're playing... I mean, they play different characters. They're kind of sort of sometimes, like, close variations of each other. Mm-hmm. But they're both weird. Yeah. They're both weird guys. And, and they, they play off of that. Mm-hmm. And it works. It works for them. You'd say they're both uh, the funny man, if you will? Yeah. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think... What I mean, sometimes... I think one, they might switch it up. Sometimes one of them could be a straight man for mm-hmm. a particular sketch. Right. Same goes with like Fred Armisen too mm-hmm. and Carrie Brownstein. They, I guess that would, the two of them are kind of similar in that way. Yeah. Or the, the two groups rather. I always similar. I always felt that the that show Tim and Eric was all about like just awkward comedy. Well, where they would maybe you there somebody would be sitting there like making a face for a little too long. Oh well, well, there's a lot of awkward stuff for sure. Yeah. But their thing is they they kind of play off of like public access television. Like that's mm. their thing is they're kind of like they make like really cheap. They get like really cheap actors, like just people, which I think is I think is really cool. Like hearing an interview with them, like how they how they make the show and everything. Like it's really interesting. Okay. Um. And and when I say show, I mean Ter- Tim and Eric awesome show. Right. Uh, that was because like I know they have other ones too. I just haven't seen them. Mm-hmm. But that was like the big one. Um. But there's so many great memorable sketches from that. That, that I, I really like. And that had, like, big celebrity guests on them, too. And there, I definitely remember there were a few celebrities that would always be on the show. Yeah, that I would mean, pop in. John C. Riley was, was always well, there. Well, John C. Riley played, yeah, Dr. Steve Rule, recurring character. Mm-hmm. But then you also have, you had Paul Rudd was on an episode clip. <laughs> you had Ben Stiller was on an episode. Oh, that's great. Um, you had, um, who, oh, Ted Danson, David Cross. Like, th- those guys, oh, wow. like, they, yeah, they were, like, really good that's great. Yeah, so there was good stuff like that. 
Um, but yeah, I guess more today, now, now, that, now that we're going through this, like a lot of these guys, there are a lot of duos that really don't abide by that, like straight man, straight woman, mm-hmm. funny woman, you know. Yeah. So that's actually, so that's, there's, I, I'm working on a theory right now. Did I just segue us? You, you perfectly segue us. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on a theory now. It has not been uh, submitted or peer-reviewed at this point, but um, it's kind of that old school versus new school kind of thing. Yeah. And essentially what we've been talking about is a double, it's called the double act, the yeah. straight man, funny man. Yeah. And it seems that the old school is that kind of straight man, funny man, where you yeah. have Abbott and Costello, Laurel yeah. and Hardy, Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner. Yeah, well, I feel like back then you couldn't sell yeah. anything else. Right, like, I mean, even Ke- Keenan and Kel. Yeah. And yeah. it seems that, and I could be wrong, but it seems that most of today's comedy is going into that funny man, funny man, yeah. where the outside characters, who are maybe the secondary characters, or even the us as the audience, mm-hmm. act as the straight man. Well, I was just saying to you before how um, I've been watching a lot of The Office lately, again, mm-hmm. rewatching it, because I've just been at home. And I would say that a lot of times Michael and Dwight on The Office act as like a duo. A lot of their scenes, they're like, you know, when they're in the office together and it's like a lot of improv together. And when they like come out and they're being all wacky and weird, you look at the rest of The Office and they're all giving them that like look. And they're looking at like Jim's looking at the camera because he's like the straight man observing the the crazy duo. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think today like there's there's just like more risks people Mm -hmm. take or they're willing to try new things. Yeah. And I think that's great. But I think the old formula still works too. Definitely. It, it's it's interesting just how it, it's kind of evolving. Like, you had Flight, Flight of the Concords, they're both silly. Yeah. It seems that they're kind of oblivious to some of the silly things that they say. Yeah. Um, it's just like how they, they mesh off each other. I think yeah. that's what it comes down to, is like if mm-hmm. you're able to play off of each other and, you know, if it works, people yeah. find it funny. There, uh, we briefly talked about them, but Kia and Peel, and I think they play off each other like, so well. well. I, well. I love their comedy, their yeah. sketches. They're great, and they that they football actually, sketch is like one of oh the, one God. of my favorite sketches. Oh, it's it's amazing. Yeah, there's like that one, and then the the principal, not the principal, the teacher, the teacher mispronouncing mispronouncing names. names. Oh yeah. my God! I mean, those two are. I just, always liked the movie theater guys, the guys that said movie theater. Um, the like a, the, uh, the are those are the two guys that uh, like to talk about Liam Neeson's Li- Liam Neeson's yeah yeah <laughs> yeah am I saying the right thing are they movie theater guys are um, they like I think they might part, be valet. valet they're valet guys what am yeah. I talking about but they're talking about like actors and yeah. stuff yeah yeah the valet I like that that's they're great too. but they I think they sometimes every so often will have one of them be kind of like a straight man but for the most part they do tend to have interesting or quirky uh, quirky characters yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. So uh, that's that's the current uh, theory I'm working on that yeah. uh, the the industry is moving towards this new school funny man funny man where the secondary or audience is the straight man. Yeah, we need these people. Or woman. We need these people to make movies. There's like it's so rare to see a good comedy movie lately. That's true. That like we just need these people to make good movies. You know, that's like the, yeah, that's the big thing. Contact us, people. Yeah, but, John uh, C. Riley. <laughs> Reach out to us. We'll make a movie with you. But yeah, I think I think that um, that kind of brings it all together, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think we did. So good. Uh, let us know what your favorite comedy duos are. Yeah, please leave yeah. us some comments. Did we miss something? Yeah, I'm we sh- probably did. I'm sure we missed. We tons, probably did. So. so let us know. Call us out on it. Yeah, tweet it. Tweet at us. Tweet at us angrily. Be like, you forgot so and so. Yeah, tweet yeah. angrily. I feel like that's something. 
You guys should send us hate mail. Yeah. You know what? If you can, t- if we can take it. We can take it. Can send take us. It. If you guys send us your hate mail, we'll read it on on air. Yeah. Yeah. There send it go. to <laughs> ponchosection at gmail.com. Yeah. Or just tweet at us, Poncho Section, or just, Facebook comment. Yeah, just use Google. You'll yeah. find all our stuff. Um, and thanks tag, for listening, guys. Tag us in a in an Instagram. Tag us in an Instagram, <laughs> even though we're not in it. We're, yeah, exactly. Just, just be like, send us a middle finger or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Very cool. All right. I guess that's it. That's thanks it. for listening, guys. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.